you music for the nice waka chicka wakas. All right. Golden Globe is theater time. Uh, it's Black fucking exploitation. Black exploitation. History theater. month. Yeah, I like it. And of course, it's negative forty-five degrees here uh, up in Michigan, so we're all huddled under our blankets. Yes. Um, and uh, you know, I got my bucket of old boys next to me because you know, <laughs> right. just I'm ready. It's so cold. Ready. We had to bring a guest in yeah. to help keep us warm. Yeah, we needed a third for because, this huddle. Because, yeah, as everybody knows, me and Griff hate each other, so we need Ooh. a buffer in between Our us. hatred usually keeps us pretty warm, but yeah. this week we need someone to kind of, like, be the peanut butter to this sandwich. Yes. I'm, I'm the love meat yep. in this hate sandwich. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, okay. Yes. So much for global warming, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, it's cold outside. Science. Griff, before we get into it, yeah, yeah, I got, I got a story. I have to blanket forts are for tails, man. I got to relate to you. It's absolutely nothing to do with our movie, but fuck it, I want to tell this story. So, as you know, I have a, a dog. You have a dog, and well, this might actually be good a good story to tell because I was checking our analytics on Twitter because you know me, I'm a I'm a Moneyball guy. I'm your, all about your the numbers analytics. and analytics. And I, wa- I want to stop you right here. I don't want to interrupt for too long, but is this going to be an Ava the Wonder Pup story or an yes. Ava Destruction story? A- this is <laughs> both. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> but yeah, 98% of our followers like dogs. Yes. So maybe I might be reading that wrong. It could be hot dogs. For all we know, hydrophil is what's keeping us afloat. I mean, I have it on good just said dogs. face-to-face resources that everyone loves, hydrophil. <laughs> I have a fondness of hydrophil. Okay, so here's the story. So, as, as you, great, you picked that out, Mike. Ava Destruction, my six-month-old Staffordshire Terrier. She's not a pit bull. She's a Staffordshire Terrier because only poor people have pit bulls. <laughs> Uh, six months old, and we're having issues still with house training. Oh, boy. Because, pit, I mean, Staffordshire Terriers <laughs> are stupid fucking dogs. They're the dumbest breed of all. I recommend you not getting one. She's, I love her, but she's dumb as shit. <laughs> so, we're, I got, so, we're had, so she's got to, I got to put her still in the cage at night. I don't trust her to be loose. And so, Saturday night, I put her in the cage for the night. And by the way, this is a huge cage. You can fit a Great Dane in this cage. This isn't some tiny-ass fucking carrying case. So I, I go to bed. Saturday, Sunday morning, I get up. You know me. I'm bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. I'm getting ready for church. I'm excited to go to church. Open my bedroom door. I get hit by the smell first. <laughs> I'm thinking, fine. No big deal. As, as the saying goes, shit happens. Yeah. I turn the corner and look like a fucking Gigi Allen concert. It happened in the fucking cage. Oh, oh no. no! So for and for anybody you people listening who don't know who Gigi Allen is, push pause on the podcast for a second. Go to YouTube, type in Gigi Allen concert, vomit, come back, and know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so yeah, it was like she had shit on her. Her bed was covered in shit. The cage was covered in shit. The carpet around the cage had shit on it oh yeah the ceiling probably had shit on it I, like and she's totally chill you figure she'd be like get me the fuck out of this cage she's like hey what's up yeah so i that was my sunday morning give her a bath throw her bed in the, in the wash clean the cage Ugh. 
Sounds Get like your you, shit together, Ava Destruction. Sounds like uh, your Tom Brady-less week really got off to a bad start. What's that? Well, you didn't have you didn't get to watch Tom Brady oh, last week. Oh, that's true. So that's clearly the bad. I think here. that's what upset her stomach. I think I it think was. It. She wants to see Beauty Brady tossing just dingers everywhere. That's a good football phrase. Speaking of shit, Mike. Oh, uh, did we mention our buddy Mike's back? I think we did. <laughs> so. <laughs> The uh, least popular, least, but soon to be a cult classic to, guest. To be accurate, you're tied for our least popular guest. Yeah. Hair Metal Sean is also, you're neck and neck no, for least It's popular. all right. I'm embracing the least popular status because like five, ten years from now, people are going to be like, you know, Mike was a really, really great guest, and I'm going to be like the cult classic kind, where I didn't do a lot on the front end, but in retrospect, people are going to appreciate Mike, it. Mike, you are the life force episode of underratedness. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to change that tonight. I have a feeling you're going to finally get the credit you deserve, that you earned. You're, you're going to no longer be underrated. Harold well, Sean so. is going to now forever be our least favorite. I mean, damn, how many episodes have I been on now? This is this is like six. This is starting. This is starting to get sad. No. It's taking me six tries to even Jeez. make an impact. Like I think this might be five. <laughs> I'm like, uh, here, yeah, I'm four, I'm the five, Bob Euchre of uh, Golden Globe. What, what was, okay, what you did, He Man, He Man, He Man, two um, two or three Halloween movies. I think I did three Halloween movies. He Man. Uh, I thought there was one. Bef- you did you got Mania Cup? I did Maniac. Yeah. You did Maniac Cup. Uh, you did Howling 2. You need to listen to Howling 2 just for my great Christopher Lee story. <laughs> all right? <laughs> Never mind, Mike. All right? yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre You did Texas too. Chainsaw Massacre. But I thought there was one between He-Man and the Halloween I stuff. don't think there was. Yeah, I thought there was, too. I don't think so, but maybe. Let's not play the memory game because we all know our memories are shit. Well, yeah. I won't speak for Mike's, but that's true. Well, that reminds our memories me of that are shit. story you told me. That this just shows how underrated our show is, Griff. You're telling me, Griff. I think it was last week or the week before. He was telling me a story about something I said on the episode previously, and I was cracking the fuck. I was. I hate when people laugh at their own jokes, but I was like in tears. <laughs> That's how good our episode is. I merely forget it, and I can enjoy it. It was. Uh, it was an interesting moment because you don't laugh. So, I know, and I was, was just like, really but, but when I hear, you know, I don't like to laugh because I think no. it's feminine to laugh. <laughs> so I avoid it at all costs. What other, you know, let's go ahead. I'm opening up a new bit. Other things Murray finds to be feminine. Um, anything else you got to just chuck out there? I, Laughter? I, I, birthday I, cakes? You've nev- I've never I, seen you eat a birthday would, cake. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That, Too feminine? Super yeah. soft. Yeah. He, no, wouldn't, he wouldn't eat no. any kind of uh, pastry. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. Uh, you're missing out. You should really get into cake. It's you're a good right. it's a good good treat. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about black exploitation for about one and a half yeah. seconds. Yeah, here. I mean, who better than three white guys? Let's get into it. Yeah. Right. Um, let's let's <laughs> white explain. We're, we're pretty people. much uh, the 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 directing and writing cast of a black exploitation <laughs> movie. So who, who better do this? Yeah. So okay, the history of black exploitation. <laughs> what? How, where does it come from? Well, you know, in the early seventies, I guess Hollywood box office returns were low. They were like, "Shit, we got to generate some money." Hey, some guy said, "Hey, did you know something? Black people watch movies." There's not just white people in America. And they said, "Hey, well, let's start making movies geared towards black people." 
Because I think I think was it sweet sweet be, sweet yeah sweet, sweet badass sweet, song that was yeah. like a fish that's like considered the very first yes. and it was done by a black man uh, Melvin Van Peebles oh that's good and I think it was one of those cases like hey they're making money off this let's steal the idea yeah anything that makes money so yeah so that was like the golden era like early mid seventies black exploitation and then of course Star Wars comes out and they're like hey we don't need black people anymore and then they go right into Star Wars yeah. So it's kind of reminds me of what's going on today with Black Panther. It's kind of like, hey, I, who knew black people wanted their own superhero? You know, so maybe we're, we're going in, to go into a new uh, era of black uh, action movies. It could be. I don't know. I've heard bad things about the Luke Cage, so but that seemed to get off to a bad start. So maybe they just I thought got people, thrown off the trail. People didn't like it. I thought people didn't like this. I don't think people liked the second season of any of those. I haven't watched uh, season two yet. I heard season two was good. I liked the first season. It was a couple episodes too long. That's, uh, well, that's every Netflix show is a couple episodes I don't too know. long. I don't, I don't know why we have to wait so long before we're like, hey, <laughs> America has other people. But it, it, I don't know. I, I don't get it. Hollywood's a weird place. and now And now we don't get anything good. We don't get, we just get, we just get shit. I hate this. Somebody take this from me. <laughs> <laughs> to take the lead or, I don't know what you. Yeah. All right. So, so we're starting off first with the, uh, the one and only Pam Greer. Yeah. And yeah. Griff. Oh, is Sean Pigeon just enter the room? There's yeah. lecherous giggling going on. <laughs> um, so, Griff, are we going to tell about our experience meeting Dr. Pam Greer? I mean, meeting, that's a... Uh, well, we didn't meet... Oh, yeah, it's that's true. That's a strong word. Well, <laughs> we were in the same room with her. We were in the same audience. We were in her audience. Yeah, because there was a screening of... Actually, they, Foxy Brown was screened. We didn't see that. We saw coffee. Oh, she was there for a couple. Okay. Yeah. And so, like, at the Redford Theater here in Redford, Michigan. Well, we're not in Redford, Michigan right now, but it's a old school uh, movie theater. They renovate it, and sometimes they'll have these classic movies, and they'll bring in the stars of them. And for this week, it was Pam Greer, and we got to see Dr. Pam Greer. Yeah. I think that's where my uh, pretty close to my exposure to black exploitation was. Oh, you're a newbie. I really am. Great movie to start it off with. Yeah, it was either I, I like. I think I saw that Black Dynamite movie, which mm. I gotta say, for I'm sorry, that was that was fun. I maybe it's because I don't have any nostalgia for Black. I movies. turned it off like a quarter of the way through. It, okay. it was misrepresented to me. Okay. People were like, oh, you love black exploitation. You should watch this. It's a new black exploitation movie. It, I was like, oh, okay. I'm all in. And then it's like spoofing black yeah, exploitation. Exactly. And I was like, I don't want to watch I was going to say, this. it's the mafia uh, you know, joke of, yeah, this whole yeah. thing. Scary movie, if you will. But there, there was that scene in Black Dynamite where he's like telling the drug dealers on the streets, you can't deal drugs anymore. And they're like, but... I sell drugs to the kids, <laughs> and that scene is basically in this movie. Yeah. So it was kind of fun to see that. Well, the original was "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker." Was the original spoof? Yeah, which oh, had one of our favorites, mm-hmm. Steve James, in it. Steve James. Um. Yeah. So I, I'm happy to tell everybody, Pam Greer is as cool as you think she is. Um. Why weren't you with us? I don't know. I don't remember her coming around. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was years ago. 
But uh, and she told some great stories. Wonderful. I, I, <laughs> I, it's a day I'll never forget or remember. <laughs> well, I remember there was one good story where she was. It was like she did her first movie. I think Jack is Jack Hill the guy who directed these something Hill. Yeah, I think it was Rich. And he discovered her because she was just living like Denver. And she went and did. I think it was like a woman in prison movie. That was one of her first movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then her first few were women then, in prison. And then she just went back to Denver. And so, like, it was a huge success. And like the, the, this Jack Hill guy is like, "Where the fuck is Pam Greer at? I need to get her in another movie." <laughs> Nobody knew where she was. And I tracked her down. She was back home. She was doing. Uh, she was like an accountant for a drugstore. And they go to the drugstore. Like, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, "Motherfucker, I don't like." I got a job I got to yeah. go to, you know? It's like, I, I don't know what's going on. I just made this movie. Right. And then, didn't you say something about uh, Richard Pryor and some cocaine? You had a story about that? Oh, man. Well, Pam Grier's got a crazy past with, like, a bunch of different uh, black celebrities and everything where she was a very positive person and a lot of, like, people were having trouble with their life. And so, like, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar she was, she was with for a while, and he was like, you're going to marry me today. Or I'm going to go marry this broad in like six hours. And she was like, well, bye. And so he went off and literally married somebody else. And then he Richard, called her bluff. Richard Pryor like had a, you know, a cocaine addiction. And she, she ended up like contracting something from him just from him like putting coke on his dick. Because apparently that keeps you, keeps it like, uh, <laughs> I don't. It I was that's seventies Viagra, dude. It's fucking it, like her. Past don't knock it until you try it, right? No. I'm just saying. I'm putting it out there. I'm not fancy enough for cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Cracks. Bring some crack in your dick. Maybe that. Will. But anyways, crazy past. She's got a really interesting history to look into. She didn't tell any stories about Richard Pryor doing cocaine and like sprinkling on his dick there, which I was. I thought she did. I don't think. <laughs> I, I she kept know. it PG for us, but um, yeah, man. And she's a doctor. Who knew? Yeah, <laughs> doctor. She was. She she's got two honorary doctorates. It wouldn't be so bothersome if she didn't like try to tell. Like every sentence she she <laughs> opened with was, "Well, I do have a PhD," <laughs> and it was like, "Oh, come on, stop." Stop doing that. <laughs> but yeah, honorary PhDs are uh I don't know. If you're not I, like I, a medical medical doctor, don't call yourself a doctor. Right. I mean, you could be a doctor in another field and I know like No, fuck, fuck you. I don't care if you have a doctorate in something. You're only if you're a medical doctor. You're right. I know you earned it, but it's a little weird. Like, like I, I'm a doctor I, of music. Okay. Yeah. Or, okay. You know one person only person can get away with is Dr. J. That's Dr. it. Yeah. Anyone else that's true. Fuck off. All right. Dr. Death. Well, let's get into uh, a game we'll be playing for the next five weeks here called... Uh, I one think of the good ones. Just one of the good ones. Well, we're going to... What was this? Well, how are we going to do it again? I don't know. We'll figure it out while we go. We're going <laughs> to... We might say it at the end of the episode. We, we'll probably blurt it out during we're, the episode. Well, we're going to point out the one good white guy in each movie because every white guy in, in black exploitation movies are scumbags. Yeah. So, but there's always one. So you're like, oh, so so the so the white people in the audience go, I relate to him. Yeah. So you can feel good about yourself. You can green book it. You green booking, which I saw last week. There was two and a half good white guys in that. Actually, one was Russian. So how can you be a half white? 
a good white guy. Well, Virgil Morgenstein or whatever his name is, he started out as a dick and was an asshole for Virgil most of the Morgan- movie. Are you thinking of Viggo Mortensen? <laughs> That's the guy. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's fat, he's dumpy, he eats a whole pizza uh, by folding it in half. Does he go, that's some out of you, and a lot of uh, Italian cliches? Yes. Of course he does. full of Italian cliches. Full of them. He fucking hammers a barrel. Yeah. Rescues a princess. Yes. Virgil Morgenstein. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, look, and it's... it's yeah. But yeah, the green booking. So two and a half in there. We'll see how many we get to in this. Uh, I, I think we're going to have to discover it while we go because I forget who the good white guy was in this. It's not important. It isn't. But what is important is getting to our trailer. Trailer! So this is it. Here it goes. <sighs> what are we doing again? Oh, yes. <laughs> Pam Greer in Foxy Brown. <laughs> When Foxy Brown comes to town, all the brothers gather round. Cause she can really shake them down. Foxy lady, Foxy lady. Pam Greer, that one chick hit squad who creamed you as coffee, is back to do a job on the mob as Foxy Brown. You tell me who you want done, and I'll do the hell out of it. A chick with drive who don't take no jive. Crazy. There's no telling what she'll do. <laughs> She's sweet brown sugar with a touch of spice. If you see a man anywhere, send him in because I do need a man. And murder if you don't treat her nice. Sounds like a public menace. Sure do. Foxy's got guts. <laughs> no ifs, ands, or buts. I better warn you, I got a black belt in karate. And I got my black belt in bar stools. <laughs> She won't budge when she carries a grudge. I want justice for all of them whose lives are bought and sold so that a few big shots can climb up on their backs. Sister, I think what you're asking for is revenge. So there ain't no hope for dudes who deal dope. I swear, baby, I don't know what you're talking about. We're gonna kill ourselves a couple of niggas. No fear, Pam Greer is here as Foxy. Foxy Brown. Let's go. All right, another nice funky intro, outro, yeah. everything. Foxy Brown, get the whole lowdown on Foxy Brown. Tells a story. Tells a story. Really does. But now we got a. Well, technically, the movie goes back into explaining foxy brown via song and like nice backdrop like a apple very bond-esque intro yeah Yeah. it was a very bond-esque intro i loved it um it was great and that's all the kind of exposition you get about foxy brown like you don't really get to know much about her as a character in this movie no she kicks ass for a reason yeah this was originally supposed to be a sequel to coffee but they decided they didn't want to do a sequel to coffee but they wanted her to star in another movie oh so they kind of scrapped all of her backgrounds because they didn't want it to seem like a sequel when it wasn't supposed okay. to be. Okay, that makes sense. I did. I was telling Murray that I enjoyed in the trailer they have a line in there where it's like, you enjoyed her as the cream, or she, she creamed in coffee. She, 
Yeah. She creamed you in coffee. She creamed you in coffee. Or she creamed them in coffee. I don't creamed know. them. She creamed somebody. Yeah. Somebody's bringing cream and somebody's got coffee. So, fucking awesome ass intro. We all agree. Yeah. Yes. Her dancing, silhouettes. Yeah. We're doing kung fu moves. She's doing lots of kung shooting fu. Shooting guns. I do appreciate that. Like most of our action movies, she, like Pam Grier's character fits right in with all our action heroes. We don't need to explain to you that she's badass. You already know she's well, badass. She, her theme right? song tells you she's badass. This is a good point. The thing, they, I guess they did do like is, a montage through song. Is song-tage. this our first ever female-led action movie? I was, that was another thing I meant to bring up. I'm pretty certain this is. All right. So, boom. We're finally hitting it. But uh, let's get to that taco stand because I'm hungry. Yeah, so we start out just meeting our, our our character Link, played by Antonio Fargus, best known as Huggy, Huggy Bear, Bear from Huggy Starsky Bear. and Hutch, the lovable pimp. <laughs> this one, he's a lovable drug dealer. <laughs> and well, he was. Well, he's, yeah, he's actually kind of a piece of shit. You think no, he was a total it. piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, he was a total, total uh, asshole. Uh, <laughs> so he's scared. We, uh, he's like looking over his shoulder. He sees these white guys. At first, I thought these guys were cops. Like, yeah, uh, like plain clothes cops. The same thing. Yeah, because they're like checking them out, and he's like, he's like, oh shit. So he's like, I gotta find a public place. So he goes to this taco stand, and just so conveniently, a couple cops pull up. Just conveniently, and you know, and this like I was waiting for them to bust him. I thought this was like a cops were like, but uh, no, no, exactly. no, no, no. This isn't what's going down. What's going down is those those uh, white guys we thought were cops are actually goons for some loan sharks. And our man Link owes them twenty grand for. Uh, he's the, running like a numbers yeah, scam. He's, he's running a numbers game, and so he's like, so he's like, well, they can't take me to public place, so I'm going to go to the taco stand. Mm-hmm. And he orders a uh, coffee and a taco, perfect meal. They complement each other so well. Mike, have you uh, had your taco and coffee today? Not a coffee drinker, but I have had my taco. Okay, there we go. And everybody, the cops order coffee and talk. He's like, I'll have what he's having. What? Yeah. I'll have that. <laughs> there is that chain of, huh? I, I wonder know. if that stand sells anything else. Like, if it's just coffee and tacos. Dude, there was so much shit on that menu. Yeah. I would not have eaten there because but, I won't eat at a place with that many things on But the I menu. wonder if uh, if that's all just a ruse and everyone that knows. That's a good like, point. That's how you know you're not a towner because you yeah. go there and you actually order the hot dog. Uh, yeah. Well. Hot dogs are good anywhere, but yeah, I'll go ahead and no, have. I'm saying the, he doesn't have a hot dog. The catfish po' boy, right? And then it's like you must be from out of town. Oh boy, this hot dog stand only has coffee and tacos. <laughs> coffee. I love that stand. I wish I, if I were walking around like Brooklyn, where the fuck were you on this? I didn't see any like stands like that where you got to. Well, sit after down this and... episode gets out, I bet you they're going to start popping off. Oh, I'll talk to Hydrofix. <laughs> no, it's not new. Let's talk about Link. So Link, he's feeling a little cooler now because the cops are there. He's got a buffer, so he's like, "I'm gonna make a phone call right now. Hold that. Hold the t- hold the coffee. Yeah. Hold and the co- so he rushes to the, this payphone. Remember those guys? Oh, and boy. Uh, <laughs> these oh, kids boy. these days, <laughs> these kids these days, and their and their cell phones. Anyway, he calls up his sister, Coffee, Foxy Brown, <laughs> Foxy Brown. <laughs> I'm, I still want it to be a sequel, damn it. Foxy. That's right. It wakes her up. She's like, Glink, what the fuck? Again? He's like, come on, this is the last time. This, you got to pick me up. These crackers are going to kill me. And she's like, all right. 
So she gets up. This is where we get the first boob shot of a uh, of a Pam Greer. Oh shit! Did we actually have full like full? Boob well, she's there? wearing a see through kind of nighty. Okay, I thought I was seeing shit because I was like, "Wait, did I just see a boob?" You did see a boob. Yeah, Maybe. She, she takes it off as she's like walking into the shadows. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, and then when she came came back out, she had like something on. So I was like, "Yeah, okay, yeah. I was seeing things." Yeah, baby got rack. So baby. she jump hops in her car. She goes down. Uh, then so I guess they're like, "Hey man, you've ate your taco. Get the fuck out of here." The cops are like, "All right, we're out of here." And like, uh, Link's like, "Hey man, come on, can you rest me or do anything?" The He's actually like, he, he keeps going on about how great the coffee is. He's like, yeah. oh, "The coffee, the coffee is fantastic, man. You should have another cup. Have another cup." So they yeah. each fill up again. They drink a couple sips and they're ready to take off. And he's like, you're just going to leave all this perfectly good coffee? It's the best coffee around. Man, at that point, the cops would be like, what did you put in the coffee? Right. Or like, what's going on, man? Yeah. He like follows them to their car. Right. Do you know of an all-night men's room around here? <laughs> like, what? He did say that. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. no. So you asking su- for George Michael? There's what nothing the fuck? suspicious yeah. about this. For the yeah, first time, right. the police are just like, "Oh wow, this guy's just doing okay." What a, what a nice, right. nice uh, black man. What Let's an go. inquisitive young man. <laughs> so they go see ya and take off, and this is where the goons go. All right, now's our chance. And just as luck would have it, because because coffee let him up. I'm sorry, I got coffee and taco on the brain. All right. Well, they did say coffee about twenty five fucking times yes. in the opening scene. Thank you, Mike. That's a good point. So Foxy let That's him know. It's like, I'll let you know it's me because I'll flash my high beams. And he's like, all right. So lo and behold, Jesse's about to get his ass pummeled by these goons. It doesn't hurt that there's no one else anywhere nearby. Yes, it's like three in the morning. It is. But she's still like letting him know. And so he's like, oh, shit, it's, 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 it's Foxy. I was about to say coffee one more fucking time. <laughs> it's Foxy. So he leaps in the uh, the sunroof of her car. And then the the goons jump on the hood. And we get a... Get a great kind of, kind of great car chase, some great music playing while they're doing it, and I guess she crashes the car. The goons go flying. They take off. I don't remember this action scene. At oh yeah, all. no, she uh, they're squaring off with Link, and I she just I... drives up on the sidewalk like a bat out of hell, and then uh, does she hit a fire hydrant? She does not hit a fire hydrant. That could have been but, good. No well, fruit stands either. At this point, okay. <laughs> Link. Uh, one of the co- there was one of the there, I gotta break. There was some guys carrying a plate glass window across yeah, the yeah. street. Uh-huh. She did hit that. One of the uh, one there of the goons is on the hood, and Link is like oh, feet yeah. up, sticking out of the sunroof right. as she's driving around, and he's like, "Let me in the car." Well, you're already halfway in the car. Yeah, so. <laughs> I met you halfway. Yeah, but then she crashes, and the dude falls, uh, goes flying off the hood, and he starts screaming for help because he lands in a body of water. That's right. That's it. The worst. There's always the worst in these movies. So. Is this where we get to meet our uh, our uh, our villains yet, or do we go back to Foxy's apartment? We go to Foxy's apartment. All right. And we learn, like you said, he was running the numbers he game, is, oh. and lo and behold, everybody won that day. So he was... I forget what he bet on. It was something ridiculous. Well, it was like the Globetrotters or something. No, what no, it is... No, they never said. They're, they're running numbers. What number, that's, that's like a lottery. It's an illegal lottery. Mm-hmm. So that's what he was doing. Yeah, I know. I, so thought, I actually I had a friend he... who actually was like a runner for like a, <laughs> a fucking numbers runner, guys. Really? When I was a kid, yeah. It was the, their front was a shoeshine place, but they were running numbers. And my friend would like go and get the numbers from the people that... How do they pick the numbers? 
I didn't. I didn't get involved with it. I'm guess it's right. probably like balls in a thing, like a bingo they, thing or something like that. Okay, people trusted them to like. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very, I just learned about this the other day. Like, there's an NPR story about it because I'm that white. I listen to NPR. I heard about numbers. So, yeah. Uh, so, he's explaining. Like, I'm in. So, I had to go to these, this guy, uh, Steve, and borrow 20 grand. And they want their money back. Crazy. Crazy. And you can tell, like, Foxy's like, uh, like she's been through this so many times with him. It's like, yeah. I thought you were going to go straight. He's like, well, I did stop dealing cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> baby steps, baby steps. Yeah. I still sell arms to the Russians, but you know. Yeah, so he's kind of almost trying to like guilt trip Fox. He's like, "Look, yeah. I quit dealing coke like you asked me to do. God damn, bitch." Yeah, their relationship is immediately. You're like, this is horrible. Like she's he's clearly trying to take advantage of her. Well, right? and, then, and then he gets, pulls out the sob story. He's like, "Look, I can't dance. <laughs> I'm not an athlete." That, I ain't oh, a model. Yeah. I ain't good enough to be a model. I have to do. I have to sell drugs. And, yeah, and he starts saying like, I watch these TV shows and I see everybody in their nice houses and fancy cars, and I get I get filled with ambition. Right. What am I supposed to do with all this ambition? <laughs> don't run an illegal numbers game. Job, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, so she's like, oh, Lank, you know, she forgives him. Yeah, sets up the couch for him. So this, and then we check you on their villains. Oh, man. We learned that. Villains. I never, this was kind of weird, because in the beginning, it seems like Catherine Wall, our female, very ahead of its time, a female villain, she was running the thing. But then I always got the idea, like, Steve or Henchman was really running the show. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it was weird. He was making system. her think she ran the show. Yeah. It's one of those things where when you're so high up, like you don't, you're not actually super hands on with the business. It's always your second in command does all the work. Oh, yeah. The VP always does all the yeah. work. Yeah. Like I really want to know what she did to get that high. I'm well, really she was interested. a madam. That was her thing. Yeah. So, oh, so she yeah. supplied call girls to all the people of power in the city, so yeah. they would look the other way when they were doing their drug dealing and shit. All right. So we get a scene. There's like there's this guy with a really bad comb over who's like, mm, this is. Eighty percent pure, you know. It's like, great. <laughs> oh yeah, then, <laughs> I I did love that scene. And because they're dealing with these Mexican drug dealers, they're like, all right, we'll go through the deal. It's good. And then the then the comb over guy takes a little dab, rubs his gums. He got to yeah, do that. Gotta, if you have, there's yeah. any kind of powder, you got to have somebody rubbing their gums with it. Yeah. And so he does that. So checklist check. <laughs> and then he goes into the other room with Catherine, the madams, yeah, uh, at with the goons, and they're like. What's going on with that Link guy? He had this this guy who came by with a car and he kicked our ass and all this shit. And he's just like, what? What are the what are the the dudes' names? There's there's like Terry and like uh, I, I never even paid attention to their names. Something Roger. One, one of something. them started with an E, but I don't remember the names either. Eddie. 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 We'll Eddie. I, I just Eddie know that one of them was just like a complete fuck up. He he was like that guy who was like half brain dead that they were they, just like, let's just give him a job. They, they both were, but one of them didn't know he was a complete fuck up. Okay. Like they they both did a shitty job. Yeah. But the one guy's like, I messed up again. Oh, Aw, shucks. And the other one's like, you didn't send me on that job. You sent Bozo over there. I was yeah. Like, well, no, dude, you're just as bad. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I like I like that. So you get kind of uh, the almost comic relief out of those two because yeah. they just they just always fuck up. 
lovable so, fuck ups. Yeah, so we get the hierarchy of all the villains and shit, yeah. setting that up. Now we cut back to Foxy, going to meet her man at the at the uh, hospital, and he's got. Like gauze wrapped around his face. It was a very yeah, he's yeah. got invisible man bandages all over his exactly. head. Exactly. Looked like the invisible man. I think we had a little explanation about how she was missing her man because, mm. you know, he got killed or whatever. Yeah, uh Link had Link said something uh like he's rotten at the bottom of the of the the lake or the river with cement shoes. Yeah. yeah and and she, she was all like, Shut up. Yeah. yeah. She's like, He's help trying to help our community. He's so a, we're just giving you an idea of like how undercover her her man is. Yeah, he was super deep undercover narcotics uh, officer. Yeah, and so what happened was the because of all this corruption, thanks to those call girls and these that uh, the the court the case that he'd been working on for two years, he's been working longer than fucking Mueller on this fucking case, <laughs> and. Um, I want to imagine Mueller and Whorehouse. <laughs> With all these corrupt guys, they fucking blew, uh, like blew the case, and the, they didn't even go to grand jury. It got thrown out. Yeah, it's completely thrown but, out. But so his, his, uh, his cover's blown because he thought, well, fuck, slam dunk. We did it. I, you know, These guys are going to be in jail. We ain't got to worry. And it's like now everybody's gonna out to kill him. So, of course, what you do is you give somebody some plastic surgery to make them look totally different. Yeah, we didn't get it before though, so we don't know how well, we did that, later on. Yeah, we get like a picture. Oh yeah, yeah. that was that was easily my that, second favorite scene where oh, he just draws scene, a little yeah. nose on <laughs> yeah. him, and he's like, uh. "Motherfucker, <laughs> I figured it out." <laughs> I love that. Scene. Well, before that, we so so so. Ooh. Foxy's like, I'm gonna go see. I guess she didn't Ooh. tell Link anything. She's just like, I'm. I'm I'll uh, see you later. Yeah. I gotta go. Don't fuck up. I'm gonna go. Somewhere. Try not to sell drugs in my house. Exactly. Can you do that? So she gets in her fucking badass car. She hauls it off to the hospital. And she's immediately... So we get the gauze man, invisible man. He's just hanging out there. and well, He's like sleeping. He's out. She's yeah. like, I think I'm going to have to wake this brother up. And it, she just starts sucking his dick. Just does it in the most playful, coy way possible. I love the close-ups of the dude's face. Oh! oh. This guy with, like, fucking oh. gauze wrapped around his face. Oh, that was weird. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those weird moments, too, because you could tell, like, she was, like, up near his chest, but they were trying to imply that. It was a very hard to the whole eye blow job. It really was. <laughs> it was like, she was just giving him, he's giving his um, navel mouth-to-mouth resuscitation, yeah, right. basically, yeah. what she was doing. And then he, he wakes up, and he's like, well, damn, don't finish. Get up on top. Close those <laughs> curtains there. And, so, she, so she's like, all right, so because they haven't <laughs> fucked in a while, man. He's been in the hospital for a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, of course, she, she's connected to him, so yeah. they can't blow a, his cover. Yeah. No well, pun intended. Of course. Oh. <laughs> so, so she jumps on, getting ready to fuck. Of course, cock-blocking old nurse has to come in. Oh, the the best character in the movie. Mike, go ahead. Take us. <laughs> so the, the nurse comes in, rips open the curtain, sees what's happening. Foxy jumps off of uh, who soon? Mike. Mike. Uh, I don't know if we have his name yet, though. Yeah, it's fine. But um, Foxy jumps off, and she's like, oh, you know, the nurse says, you can't be doing that. And uh, she's like, time to go to the bathroom. And he's not happy about it, so she rolls him onto his side and pulls down his covers and sees that he's uh, saluting the flag, if you will. <laughs> and she's like, no, and slaps his heart on. She's like, there'll be none of that. And oh. then starts singing like gospel, dude. 
coffee was so getting good. off on that. And the, uh, she, Foxy? Just, she, she was just loving it. What did I say? You said coffee. God damn it, Murray. <laughs> you infected my brain. I love this motherfucker and everything's... It's like always my fault. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. It's always like... Guys, eh. guys. No, it's fine. <laughs> he knows his job here. It's to take the blame. <laughs> Come on. Okay. So we've got a nice hard-on slap. Foxy's loving it. Well, then... Uh, the uh, Mike's boss comes in, the head of like the drug enforcement agency, and he's and he, like, "Wow, put that dick away, please." Yes, he's like, "Yes, please." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I see the bandage just came off your dick, at least." <laughs> <laughs> and so, it's the best way to hide somebody. So then they're like, "Hey, well, good thing you're here. We're taking the bandages off." So they take the bandages off. Perf- the most perfect plastic surgery ever. The guy looks perfect. perfect. He looks like no scarring, no no no, no right. bruising, no, nothing. No, he's just like, just well, listen, man, the stuff. feds pull out no uh, all the stops for uh, for their guys. Yeah, they and then they he explain. They exp- we get the exposition of why he had to change his face and everything, yeah. and then he's just like, well. Were they going to give him witness protection or something? I don't know. No, they were no. going to start a new life. Like, they, yeah, they gave him a whole new identity yeah. to avoid. He's like, yeah, because his name was his name was Dalton Forbes. He's like, you're Mike something, right? Mike Anderson. Mike Anderson gave him a new passport, all that shit, and they're like, it's the least we could do. They, you know, he's all pissed off because he finds out about like the case and how it got thrown out and everything. So. He's all pissed off, but you know what? He's got no time to really work, worry about it too much because he's already getting let out of the hospital. Well, he's getting let out, but he has to come back the next day to check out. I don't know what the fuck's up with that. They, the, the doctors didn't let him go out, but the officers, his bosses were like, yeah, you can kind of get like shore leave, but you have to come back. His boss is like, discharged. he looked at fucking Fox. He's like. I know you got to have some of that. So let's get you the fuck out of this hospital for a day. Big, big old wink at Foxy. <laughs> right. Why don't you take him home? And that's why this guy is one of the good ones. He's our <laughs> good white guy of the movie. <laughs> so, yes. So nice, nice leisurely walk home. You know, they're just perusing the neighborhood and everything. Foxy sees like a friend that she knows. He's a guy with like a crutch. He's like a homeless guy, looking like a homeless guy. Yeah, he's he's clearly like pulling an angle, and of and then course, he goes wink it. They they pass by a newsstand that's just selling black pornography. <laughs> it kind of kind of reminded me of that that Shaq in Enter the Ninja. That old guy would he would just sell yeah. pictures of yeah, naked pictures, women. Yeah, but yeah. And he's like wink because then this guy straight out of like central casting pimp oh. walks out, and. And then they just continue to just beat the shit out of this guy. Yeah, like, what was it? Three or four dudes just go yeah, after uh, that? Yeah, I don't know why he was in disguise, because they just immediately just start pummeling this dude. I and was... then the guy, he freaks out. He pushes a baby carriage into the street. I, I was so <laughs> confused. I thought the person with the baby carriage was in on the bit. So I, I was beside myself, like, what the fuck is happening here? Is this a vigil? What is... So... He is a vigilante man. Yes. Yep. He's a member of the anti-slavery committee. They knew slavery. They didn't kill the baby. They did not kill the baby. No. Uh, a bystander, or maybe one of the anti-slavery guys, saved. The, someone saved the carriage. Foxy they pick the pimp up off the street and throw him in their car. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and then they just drive off. Yes. And then the homeless guy. Well, the the, the, the pimp. Uh, Manages to evade everyone in the anti-slavery thing, and it wasn't until Foxy kicked over a garbage can oh, as yeah. he was running away Old garbage that he can. got caught. Mm. 
Old garbage can. So yeah, and they go, don't worry, we'll take care of them. And they take off with them. And and then we get a little, then the guy we thought was this homeless guy who's actually a member of the anti-slavery, anti-new slavery committee. And they're a vigilante group because we can't, we can't count on these fucking cops to protect the neighborhood. They get to do it themselves. Right. Yeah, the cops are all on the take. The judges are on the take. But the anti-slavery committee, not on the take. So... We needed a little introduction to them because they'll come up eventually, right? I mean, yeah, they they play no part for the next hour, but they'll come up again. Don't well, worry. first, Mike's like, hmm, he's because he's he's a cop himself. So yeah. he's like, hmm, vigilante justice. I don't I don't know about that. Yeah, and then Foxy just lays the, the truth on him. She's like, vigilante justice is as American as apple pie. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that a, the truth. That's a Chuck Norris but line the, I've ever the best heard. one of my favorite scenes is when Oscar, the homeless guy. Uh, after the kerfuffle, if you will, uh, gets introduced to Mike, and she's like, "Oh, this is uh, Mike, a friend of mine." He's like, "Oh, well, any friend of Foxy is, you know, good with me." And he's like, "All right, cool." And uh, they say their goodbyes, and Oscar, you know, gives him like a midway like fist pump, just kind of like raises the fist, and then mm-hmm. Mike decides to go with the double, but it was the whitest thing. Like if I oh, were to like yeah. go up to Mike, I'd be like. All right, my brother. You know, like it just came off so well, stiff. He's been working and, with the white guys so much that yeah. he kind of lost a little of his. Soul. Right, right. I was like, "Ooh, that was awkward." He, he's been with the police force for too long. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so the, while that's going on, our, our our piece of shit brother Link is calling up his oh, lady. Dude, oh. I forgot how fucking mad Link makes me. Yeah, like he's such a piece of shit. And he's like, "What was he? Was he like saying? Oh, he was saying." Oh no! He he he's sitting there, and she has her bags ready to go because they're her and Mike are going to go on a trip, and there's this article of Dalton Dalton Ford Dalton Ford Dalton Ford Mike Anderson's old you <laughs> who know, looks like identity. Malcolm X basically right it's a yeah Malcolm X. it's a cutout from newspaper and uh, he's like Dalton Ford that's a name that someone would pay a lot of money for huh say 20 grand and it's like what the fuck dude this is your sister's boy your sister who keeps pulling your ass out of the fire yeah this is her boyfriend and you're immediately just like yeah i'm totally gonna sell you motherfuckers out also those newspaper clippings were in her luggage yeah she was just like oh man i i want to put this over to remember what it used to look like Dude. Maybe she doesn't like the new face, and she's like, "I got to keep these pictures around because fuck when we're boning later." I just <laughs> lay it across his face. <laughs> just lay it across his face, or yeah. maybe she's just trying to like superimpose it. So when she looks at him, she's like, "Oh, that old face." Right. Well, all they need to do is grow a goatee and get a pair of glasses because that's <laughs> yeah. basically what it is. And, yeah. So you're right. So uh, he calls up his lady friend. I think first he was like, he was like pissed off because he was. Because the play, original Link's original plan was to sell some coke to pay off it, but the narcs got the coke. Yeah. So he's like, "I got this new idea. I think this guy because because he, he gets the he gets the fucking picture of Dalton Ford. Yeah. With the pencil and just draws like a line down the bridge of the nose. That's goes, it. Holy shit! That's Mike. Figured it well, out. <laughs> I hate to digress here, but like the thing that really pisses me off is it's not even like his life was on the line. He was like, "They're gonna beat me up." So you're gonna get a dude killed. You're gonna get Man. your sister's boyfriend killed him because than you don't want to get beat attitude. up for your mistake. Like, what well, the I think hell? he even said like somebody was gonna get somebody was gonna get his name anyway. So I might as well get it. <laughs> oh right. my god! It's like wow, you really fucking suck. Well, if only he. 
if only people give him a chance to be an athlete or a dancer, you know? Uh, yeah, that's he's, right. He's a victim of circumstance. Oh, Misunderstood oh. villain. Okay, so we had the luggage getting packed. Yeah, so like, the, so then I guess they got to go to the drugstore and get some toothbrushes. Yeah, so they, they, travel toothbrushes. So they, they take off, and they're like, we'll be back, Link. And then... I guess that's where Link does, he, Link does the fucking Sherlock Holmes move where he's yeah. like, oh my God, if I just make this nose a slightly bigger, it's fucking it's Dalton. Done. It's Dalton. So he, he immediately rats out fucking Mike and calls up the goons. Goon squad shows up while Foxy and uh, Mike are walking back home. They're just about, they're going to start a new life. I think like Mike's like I'm gonna get the newspaper. You go inside. Yeah, we see the world's slowest drive by. Absolutely <laughs> going. They're like checking addresses and shit. Like wait, no, wait, this ain't it. Wait, wait. <laughs> and they just and, they, and they, they shoot him with a fucking revolver too. It was like the lamest drive by, but it kills Mike. I mean, they even call out, "Hey, hey, Dalton," and he looks because he hasn't completely registered that name yet. That's what gave him away. That's what really gave him away. So. No! Mike's killed. The love of Foxy Brown's life is dead. We don't even know how long they've been dating. I'm not willing to say it was the love of her life. She's going to run off with yeah, him. She's going to run off life. with him, man. That's love. That's love? Okay. Foxy's no fool, man. She. Uh, this is true. She's got a good She would have only run away for love. Yeah. So, I guess Link makes himself scarce. He actually ratted him out. He goes back home, and he's... Back in business, baby. Yeah, somewhere between them leaving and coming back home to get their luggage, Link had parted ways and went back to his house. Right, with, he's got his white bitch at home. Yeah, and he's got. He, and instead of this is the thing, instead of paying off that twenty grand, he's like, I'm going to reinvest in my business. So yeah. he buys some coke, and they're like fucking cutting the coke, and <laughs> they're fucking uh, putting it on their dick to make sure you know <laughs> no premature ejaculation or anything. And Foxy, she's she's been with Lincoln up. She knows what's up. She knows as soon as she sees Mike fall dead, she goes, Link. <laughs> of course, it's fucking Link in one of his schemes again. Well, Get rich she, quick schemes. Before he got shot, she sees the newspaper clipping by the phone with oh, the yeah. slightly bigger nose. <laughs> she's like, I don't remember drawing that. And no. she's like, Oh, Link, you didn't. And then Mike slash Dalton gets gunned down. So, but she plays it cool first. She just knocks on the door, Link. It's it's Foxy. Yeah. I I got I got to talk to you for a minute. She's like, I got Mike in the car. He's been shot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know nothing about that. Come on, man. <laughs> I helped you out, but she's faking him out because as soon as he opens the door, she whips out a gun, starts firing like crazy. Yeah, she goes ape shit, man. It was awesome because she was pissed, but it was a controlled anger. Yeah. So I was like, damn. Okay, she uh she knows exactly what she's doing. This is not I've snapped, I've been pushed too that's, far. Well, that's because Mike trained her how to shoot. He, he, yeah. he pointed that out. He's yeah. like, you've been working on it because they fucked when they got home too. Because just like our right. our, our great uh, uh, boss, you know, he knew what was up. Was like, yeah. yeah, they did fuck. It's good. It's a good point. And, I, and <laughs> a very chaste fuck. I loved how he was like his hands were covering her breasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that I, would uh, don't I think, watch it, pigeon. It'll piss you off. <laughs> I think like six different people grabbed Pam Grier's uh, breast in this movie. I didn't count, but I I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, I kept, seems about right. Kept track. Always <laughs> keep track of something. But I, I mean, so yeah, so she she shoots, uh, grazes his ear. She's mean in business with Link, and Link's like, "What the big deal? I'm your brother. What the fuck?" And she's like, uh, "You just killed the love of my life." 
<laughs> Dalton Ford. So she's ransacking the place. She's like throwing everything on the ground. And he's still denying it. Yeah, trying to, but Well, doesn't he bitch out and then spill the beans about you know, like tell about Steve and Catherine and Wall and all that shit? Yeah. Uh, after she shoots him in the ear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Took an ear That's shot. how cold she is. She fucking shot her own brother in the ear. Right, and then she said, uh, I'll put one I'll put one in your head or between your eyes, no matter what Mama would think or something like that. Yeah. Like, Damn. Uh, Mama oh. would understand. Damn, but, Foxy. Oh. Of course, the white bitch is just hiding. Yeah, she's... And then as soon as Foxy gets yeah, out, she's yeah. like, you didn't... You let what? that bitch do that. Would you want to get caught up in that karma tornado? Well, but, but that's the thing. Then she got... No. She found her nerve once Foxy left. And yeah. She was like, I can't believe you let that bitch do that shit. Right. Oh, but the best thing is, like, after she gets the information, she just calmly keeps wrecking the apartment, like, one yeah. thing at a time. And she's like, pack your shit yeah. and get out she of th- town. She threw the coke on the ground Dude, it was shit, like, all it was in the shag carpeting. You ain't getting over. that coke out of that shag no, carpeting. Like, you know, it, it was like a cat when you're when you notice them on a counter or something they're not supposed to be and they just look you in the eye and they approach something they shouldn't knock over and they just stare you down and just knock yeah. it over. Loved That's, this scene. Oh, great scene. So, yeah. So what he, he, he spills the beans. He lets you know about Catherine Wall, who's like the biggest madam in town. And so we, we learn that that's how they're controlling the city because they got all these judges and all these politicians under their thumb because they got the best pussy in town. Yeah. And so Foxy goes, hmm, time to go undercover because she learned how to go undercover from Mike, too. Yeah. So she puts on a wig, changes her name to Misty, uh, Misty, Misty Cotton. Cotton. So does that mean? Such a good name. This is like this is another like Bond girl name. This is the black exploitation version of a Bond girl name. Does this mean Mike's experience going undercover also put him in the middle of prostitution rings? Probably. Possibly. So? Okay. All right. So she shows up because the front for the call girl thing is a modeling agency. Of course. And so she shows up to, as, you know, to be a model. They could have picked something a little more inconspicuous. And, of course, they're all like, hmm, like what we see. Come in here and talk to Miss Wall herself. Yeah. And then... Fucking Misty slash Foxy breaks it down. She's like, "Look, I'm an adult. I know what's going on here. <laughs> this is the fucking you're fucking pimp ass. You're madam. I'm down with that. I'm I'm about the money. Let, let's, let's start working together." And she's like, hmm, "I could use someone like you. Right, a I like your spunk, kid. Yeah, get the makeup girl in here. I'll see you tomorrow." At get my the house. get the gay cliche character to come in and just stand around and go, "Ooh." <laughs> And so, wait, not, I'm drawing a blank here. Was this also the scene where she gets dressed up and Steve is, like, creeping on her? This is the next morning okay. when she goes morning. to get okay. her assignment. Okay. So, just so, what, I don't what's this line here? Just think of Andy. Well, you see here, they're trying to explain to the girls, like, look, you're going to be getting involved with a lot of really ugly people. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Donald all, Trump ugly. Yeah, the yeah. only thing attractive about them is their money oh, and their yeah. power. Other than that, know. they're hideous trolls. Sorry, hideous girls. Trolls. Right. And so they've got like three or four girls in here. They're like handing out jobs, you know, like they're Comcast cable men. Like, here's the house you're going to go to and help these guys out. That's actually one of the scenes they were supposed to do, but they didn't ever get around to it. Um, so while they're doing it, they're just like, look, you got to be really into it. And so they're like, just think of, oh, what's a relevant movie at the time? Uh, Mr. No Legs is Andy. What a hunk <laughs> of a man. Just got that nice, 
belt tire fucking gut going on. Just think of him. Right. And so during this whole scene, Foxy is just like... Well, she shows up, yeah. and then she gets fitted for her dress, because they have like outfits for these women. Yeah. So get some more side boob from Pam Greer. Always great. Because you, you undress right in the middle of the living well, room. Right, and it's like, it's like Steve is just chilling. He's looking like Hugh Hefner. He's got the bathrobe on, yeah. and he's just like, hmm, like... Fucking crane in his neck. I trying to see right. what's up. Steve really reminds me of uh, who? Who? Who was that guy? I, was, <laughs> I don't remember. The, well, there, there we're were, not gonna, let's not get into that. There were, really there were two or three people in this movie that I was like, oh, I know that guy, and I looked him up on IMDb, and I'm like, no, I don't know this guy. I just know him from this movie. <laughs> they, once you've been in Foxy Brown, it's only uh, one places to go down, you know? Right. So, yeah, they're dressing her up, and they're explaining her, like, well, we got this one one judge who loves the dark meat. He loves <laughs> the chocolate. He loves the... Give me another fucking black you. Uh, <laughs> I got nothing. Let me hear it, Griff. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. <laughs> what? I got nothing. I'm, he, I'm, I set him up for an he, old boy so much. He, he, oh. he loves his women like he loves his coffee. Black. Well, she said... She, the perfect one was set by uh, Show Off Fox yourself. The darker the berry, the sweeter the juice, baby. So we meet the two black women. Well, the one black woman, Claudia. We meet her, and she's like, all right, you two are going to be with Judge Wapner. And they're like, all right, hit the hit the bricks. So as well, Here's the thing. I think this was a plot mess up because I don't think they were both supposed to be with the judge. They weren't. Foxy yeah. talked the Foxy talked her way into, into it. it. Yeah. But then later in the movie... Without giving plot away, later in the movie, the madam is like, well, I assigned them both to the judge. I'm like, I don't think that's what you did. No. She was, she, like Griff, she was covering for her own mistake by right. blaming Fox. <laughs> so as they're going out to the limo to, to meet the judges, Claudia, the other uh, black prostitute, her husband shows up with her five-year-old kid. Oof. And it's like, really? This ain't take your kid to work day, all right? Yeah. And he's like, look. I'm moving to Seattle. You're my woman. You need to come with me. And she's like, look, once you're in this business, you're in for life. Yeah. I, I didn't get, like, her full story. It sounded like she got kind of hooked on drugs and just, like, got – that's how she got started. And now she's just in too deep. And, oh, man, unfortunate situation. And then Steve tries to calm the situation down. He's like, look, we're going to pimp out your wife. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. And he's like, and he's like, well, I don't like that, sir. And he punches Steve. Ugh. And then Steve goes, you, you, grab him. And then they grab the husband, and then Steve starts pummeling the shit out of him in front of their kid. Yeah. Kid and, doesn't even scream. He's uh, seen it before. <laughs> yeah, Steve's one of those classic uh, tough guys who's only tough when he has backup. Right. Well, in his defense, he's wearing a bathrobe. Come on, it's hard to fight in a bathrobe. <laughs> it doesn't and, matter. You don't tell a man you're going you're gonna to pimp also, out his wife unless you're ready to... Throw some, uh, throw some punches. I mean, he's also hiding a hard on because Foxy was making some Foxy eyes at him. Well, everybody I think is hiding a hard on when Foxy's in the room. That's a good point. So they they get in the, the uh, limo. They're driving to the the hotel, and uh, Claudia breaks down the whole situation for Foxy. And she's like, because Foxy's like, why don't you just fucking, why don't you go with your husband? What the fuck? And yeah. she's like, look, I'm in too deep, and if I piss them off. They're going to send me to Haiti, and you don't want to know what happens to Haiti. <laughs> and so she's just like, here, I'm taking some fucking downers. I'm fucking going to zone out. You do what you got to do. This is what I do. Yeah. And Foxy's like, whatever it, whatever it takes to get it done, I guess. Right. 
So they roll up to the hotel. The old, a bunch of old geezers, old white guys watching some old school porno on the on the fucking uh, film projector. They're not even watching on laserdisc. Laserdisc hadn't been invented by them. They would have been. And it's like I think that the judge reminded me of the skipper from uh, Gilligan's Island. Yeah, haven't seen it. Like, You've never I'll seen Gilligan's you. Island? Why would I have? Why? I, I think of all the horrible shit you talk about seeing, and you've never seen Gilligan's Island. Yeah, that's highly point. underrated show. Highly underrated. So, so he's like, "Oh wow, I got tired of watching these movies." Super goofy white guy. Yeah, like, they're watching these movies. Time to get busy. Rubbing those hands together, he's got that big old jelly belly. And this other old guy, he's thinking they're going to do a fucking four way, and he's and and the coffee, uh, <laughs> fucking Foxy, goes, <laughs> coffees are uh, undercover. Him, Foxy's like, "Oh no, honey, we're going to tag team this guy. Hit the bricks, Grandpa." He's so pissed. He's so dejected. Like, oh, I, I wanted a hooker. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, wouldn't you be the, you're the, the hookerless guy at the party? I mean, there's not just porn on. Like, there's like six white dudes, and they all have ladies, and they're just like groping, like popping their they're tits all, up and they're stuff. They're all and... fully dressed, yeah. but with their boobs hanging out. Well, this yeah. Is, this is... <laughs> it's the weirdest situation. Well, all the mel- like, get yeah. comfortable, but pull out those fun bags, all yes. right? Just, uh... They're all wearing their golf attire, so it's like, ugh. Classic scene. Cocaine yeah. everywhere. So they go into the... Snack uh, packs. <laughs> snack packs. <laughs> well, come on. You're, when you're that old, you need a sugar rush. Lunchables. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you got the lunchables. So, so they Have take a cheese it, and ham real quick. That'll get you going. <laughs> they take it to the other room. And uh, they pull the guy's pants off. And he's got some... He's got some uh, He's course, got classic cartoon character boxers. Oh, with yeah. The hearts the, on, the hearts on him. <laughs> and, and then they... Throw him on the bed. They're just like fucking trashing this man. They're roasting the shit. Oh my out god! Of him. They start making fun of his tiny white old white guy dick. Oh yeah. yeah. Well yeah. They pull off his, his underwear like he's a baby getting his diaper taken yeah. off because oh, he's yeah. on the bed. And then they start fucking dick shaming him. Let's be real. It was dick shaming. <laughs> oh yeah. And he's into it. He's kind of oh, like, he was Whoa. so into it. He's like, well, I think it's a pretty good sized dick. Well, I'll and, show you how. Good and she's, of a and she's like, if I could find it, fine. I think I'd agree. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then they like stand him up, and then they, they wink. Claudia does the old move where she gets down on her hands and knees behind yeah. him. And then, apparently, there's a door I, from the I bedroom. Was, I was just gonna say, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, at first I thought they showed up to a house because they walk into like a living room. Yeah, and then it's a suite. And then it she, is a suite and then sure. she pushes them into the hallway. Yeah, I don't know if any hotel that the door opens into the bedroom. Especially Unless for, it's just a bedroom. Uh, yeah, right. exactly. This is a suite with the living room, and yet the bedroom <laughs> also has an exit door. So, Claudia, like you were saying, hides behind the exit door. They've got they've got those fucking balls that are hanging down on the ground <laughs> and thick that they can't find. Just all out for God to see. <laughs> and Claudia's on the ground, hunched over. Foxy gets them set up, squares it, doors open. Pushes him over, closes the door on him. He's fucking in the hallway. Dick all, out. All these women are walking down the hallway. Just, like, just so never, like the Christian, you know, like uh, they thing. call him like a lech and stuff. It's so yeah. good. Oh. Well, well, what happens is a woman just happens to be walking by. Of course, he stumbles into her, and they think she's like they're trying to. He's trying to rape her. Yep. And they start beating the shit out of him with an umbrella because it's a seventies movie, so it's an umbrella. It's an umbrella. And and then they cut back to the scene with coffee, like fucking Foxy <laughs> and Claudia. <laughs> And Claudia is like, <laughs> they're gonna kill me. <laughs> yeah, she just yeah. goes into hysterics. She has a super uncomfortable breakdown. Yeah, man, 
I gotta say, the acting in this has been so much better than anything I've seen Chuck do ever. Yeah, no, this <laughs> that's the thing I what what I love about black exploitation movies is yeah, they can be goofy at times, but the people took it seriously. They really did. And they like fucking, it wasn't just a paycheck to them. Yeah, they fucking killed it. Like this movie's full of people who did a great job. I don't know if I believe Mike's undercover work, but <laughs> right. there's so much of this I do believe. So good. So Foxy goes, Chill, bitch. I'm gonna take you home to my place. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> This worked out the last time. <laughs> come over to my yeah. Don't ever go to Foxy's home unless you're gonna fuck her, and even then you're gonna get shot in the back. Yeah, I kind of thought they were gonna fuck. Well, that that's back to foreshadow because <laughs> what happens is, if any everyone would just listen to fucking Foxy, nobody would get killed and everybody'd be fine. But of course, Claudia, being the lush that she is, she just takes off because Fox is like, "Look, I got to do some shit. I'll be back. Stay here. Whatever you do, do not just leave my fucking house." Hang of course, out. as soon as she's out the door, she goes to the nearest bar, and of course, the nearest, unfortunately, the nearest bar is the biker uh, lesbian bar. Yeah, that that was an interesting one. I didn't expect that. So. She's, of course, just going to saddle up. You know, she notices that it's weird. It's all white women. I couldn't. There, there's Butch a couple. Haircuts. Yeah. That I, 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 it took me a minute to realize it was a lesbian bar. So sits down, gets herself a nice drink. Bartender immediately, immediately apparently is like involved with. Oh, yeah. Because they, they, there was a scene where the bad guys are like, don't worry. We put the, uh, because they get informed that their informants got or their uh dealers got thrown in jail 20 years each because the judge wasn't happy with how foxy and claudia treated them so they're like don't worry i put the word out uh we'll know within five minutes if either of them show their faces in town okay so then she goes into a bar and the bartender's like oh i was told to uh contact these folk if she shows up dollars all about twenty thousand dollars every their reward is always 20 grand (laughs) so foxy gets back and she's like Fucking bitch. She immediately knows where she's going to be. She's got to be at the bar. She knows the nearest bar is the lesbian bar. Yeah. So she shows up trying to get her. And while that's well, before that happens, the bartender tells like the queen uh, butch chick, like, hey, keep, keep, keep an her eye here. on her. Like, keep her occupied. And so Foxy interrupts and she's like, come on, we got to get out of here. I got to say, Claudia seemed like she was being pretty uh, persuaded. Yeah, Claudia was pretty receptive to... Yeah. Uh, She's open to all, all things. Let's yep. call her Linda. Sure. She was, she was into Linda's advances, and I thought they were going to go home. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, so did Linda, because yeah. she's pissed off with, she with, really uh, was. with uh, Foxy. So she's like, hey, bitch, I'll fuck you up. I got a black belt in karate. Oh, this is <laughs> another like top three scene. Yeah. She's like, I got a black belt in karate, and Foxy's like, all right. And then what does she do, Tim? She, I don't know. She hits her over the head. She with hits a bar her. Stool. She with gets a her fucking with the bar, bar stool. stool. Like, okay, you know karate. Boom! Here's a bar stool, bitch. Well, then she drops the classic <laughs> line, "Bitch, I got a black belt in bar stool." <laughs> and she says it with conviction, like Chuck Norris could never say it. So never. good. We've had so, so many good. bad one liners. And then a fucking lesbian riot breaks out, and everybody's just throwing punches. It's and, a, it, it's a bar divided because half of them are like, don't mess with us. And the other half are like, no, she's she's our friend. Right. It's just this big, epic brawl. So, unfortunately, the whole place is made out of balsa wood. So everything's getting destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Even the jukebox is made out of balsa wood. Someone gets thrown <laughs> in it. 
And as you would expect, the last woman standing is Foxy. Mm, of course. And but they kept but unfortunately they kept him in the bar long enough that the goons show up. Yeah. So they get out the back door, but it's just as the goons are arriving and of course they're they're just out the back door and you know, their first instinct isn't to just sprint. There's like trash and rubble everywhere, so they just kind of like knock oh. it over without moving at Dude, all. No, it's fucking great because um, <laughs> Steve Steve goes to handle the cops and he sends the two goons, uh, Dumb and Dumber, after Foxy and Claudia. Uh-huh. And Foxy's like, "Run! I'll I'll slow him down." She starts knocking shit over in the alley, and there's like a shopping cart or something that she throws down. Yeah, there was like and, the homeless guy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the first goon stumbles over it, even though he could clearly clear that cart because yeah. it's knocked over. <laughs> the second goon grabs it, moves it in front of himself, <laughs> and then stumbles over what? it. Yeah, like if you watch it again, he gets off to the right a little bit. He grabs it, slides it to the left so it's more in front of him, oh and then stumbles God. over it. It's so good. That's amazing. I'll have to check that out. That whole scene is just really well, awkward. You... you uh, Probably didn't watch it under the laser disc, did you? No. Guys, I my laser disc hasn't been oper- working correctly. Oh, on the laser so. disc, you get a really good, clear, like widescreen shot of what's yeah. happening, so you see that card. You get shift. the John Madden, uh, you know, play by play for that one. Yeah. Boom! He gets that chopping card right to the shin. <laughs> <laughs> that was so stupid. So Claudia, she's like oh, trying to climb over a fence. She gets grabbed by one of the goons, and then I does, when does because Foxy. Breaks a bottle and slashes one of their face. So yeah. Claudia, the, the goon that up. knows he's dumb. Yeah, Claudia trying to climb over the gate. They think they got Foxy all like uh, you know handled and everything, and I think it was uh, by the dumb one, and that's how she gets away. She fucking slashes. Yeah, him. she slashes the the one that knows he's dumb, and then she comes up and uh, attacks the one that doesn't know he's dumb. Yeah, and then the dumb one. Shows back up and he's he's ready to murder Foxy. Yeah. and for, fortunately for Foxy, Steve shows up. Yeah, because that guy breaks a bottle and he's like, "Let's do to her what he she just." Did and Steve's me. like, "Have you seen this woman topless? Don't you fuck her <laughs> up?" Yeah, and so Ooh. they go, "All right, what we're gonna do? We're gonna take her out to the ranch. Oh, the ranch. We're gonna shoot oh, her God. up with some H, some smack, some heroin, some horse, and take her to the ranch. Some Sherman Helmsley. Oh boy. So." Cut to scene. Foxy, she wakes up in this nasty, filthy house on a on a mattress and doesn't even have a bedspread on. It's how filthy it is, Ugh. and she's all sweaty because they've this, they, as you can tell because they have the whole kit with all the accoutrements you need to shoot up right next to the that's in the dresser right next to it. Yeah. So we know they've been shooting her up because there's no way you could keep Foxy under control without having her seriously drugged. It's true. And so we got these two hillbillies out in the ranch. Who apparently they're like the fucking these toothless retards, but they trusted them with cutting their fucking heroin for some reason. Right. Like, everybody, they trusted everybody with cutting heroin. They, so that's what they do on the ranch. They cut heroin and they apparently drug and rape women. Yeah. So uh, Foxy gets out first, right? But it turns out they were just fucking, they're so sick, they're just toying with her, making her think like she can get away. Oh, yeah. And they stop her and go, I guess we got to shoot you up again. So they uh, take. It gets ugly. Yeah, they take her and they shoot her. They tie tie her to the bed, shoot her up, and then they uh, have their way with her. And I've seen that one guy in something, the bald dude. He looks like a 19th turn of the century strong man. The only thing 
in his IMDb that I would have seen him in other than Foxy Brown is the movie Rad, classic film, <laughs> 80s BMX film. Oh, God. BMX Bandits is my movie. <laughs> With Nicole Kidman? Yes. Um, I, I do he not. You know what you remind me of? You remind me of Mad Max's boss in the first That's Mad who Max. I thought it was. Yeah. It's yeah. not him. Yeah. And so, yeah, so they... Oh, yeah. They brutalize uh, Foxy, and then they then sh- then they just take off, and they go about their business. One guy's cutting the coke, other guy's working on a car. So it's like classic white trash. It's always this fucking car they got to be working yeah, on. They never fix it. They're car. always working on it. We can go into town to get eggs finally. And so she comes to, and she notices there's a razor blade on the side table. They used to cut up their their heroin. Just got to keep that right there. So she does the old mouth move, grabs her tongue on it, grabs it. I thought she was. I thought she was gonna like, like have them come back and she just slash someone's throat with it. That's what I thought was gonna happen. Yeah, like they were gonna right. come up on her, but no, she just cuts herself loose with the razor blade, and then which begins another one of the great scenes of this movie. One of my favorite escape scenes. Yeah. Well, there's a as we saw earlier in the scene, we didn't mention that there's a barrel full of gasoline that these guys use from their shit cars. And there's a hose in it. So she grabs the hose and she like sucks on it to siphon it out. And she fills up like a pot with it. This is after she grabs three wire hangers yes. and turns them into like a makeshift Wolverine claw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Good old wire hangers. And uh, then the guys, like, I think they notice which the guy who's cutting the like heroin notices yeah, it. He yeah, he finally comes in the room. So she's got like the pot of gas, but she just like sets it down. Yeah. And she Hugh Jackman's him yeah. and starts slashing the fuck out of his face. And he's like, oh, dude. And like the makeup on that was crazy because when she does it, a chunk of something flies away yeah. from his face. It was really good. It looks good. gnarly. Solo budget. Really Maybe good. they really did it. Who knows? <laughs> They <laughs> and so the the turn of the century strongman comes in. He's like, What's going on here? Hup, hole, hup, hole. <laughs> and she puts f- down his bar, his dumbbell. You know, the giant. <laughs> and he like does that with his yeah. ends of his mustache. And she hurls the gasoline on him. He's like, "Gasoline? What? Yeah. You just splashed me with gasoline!" And then he's completely stunned by it. So she's got time again. This is fucking a good detail too. Cause she gets a pack of matches and she's like. Flicking them furiously, mm-hmm. just like if, slapping them. If only like, she was like Cobra. He always has a match. Yeah, but striking no, them and just that. throwing them all in one motion, and she's yeah. like losing like fifteen. Yeah. Of well, them. in her defense, he was also going in <laughs> <laughs> a lot, a couple of them too. But yeah, but she finally gets in on him, catches him on fire, and like every classic seventies movie, every the house. Fucking explodes! Like it's just a shack. What this is? I thought I doubt there's any kind of. Well, there was a barrel of gasoline well, right still, there. Still, <laughs> just it was a little guy though. <laughs> yeah, just a little guy. <laughs> but it kills him. And I love how, like, I mean, obviously you can't have a guy's face on fire, but she did throw gas in his face, and he's just like laying there, like, oh, yeah. and he's like, yeah, and she's like, all right, f- game's on. Fuck these hunkies. I'm gonna kill every last one of them because yeah. you don't do that to Foxy Brown. She's completely motivated at this point. You kill my boyfriend. You do you t- spring. What are words I'm going for? I don't. I'm so thrown off today. Well, Steve gets the he he hears about what went down. He's like they don't know who did it, what happened. They just know that all their fucking heroin's fucked up, gone, burned up. The the ranch is blown up, and he's just like, you gotta do something right. You gotta do it yourself. Yeah. So he's like, Catherine, I'll take care of it. He's like, Steve, I'm so in love with you. He's like. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I can handle Foxy Brown. Catherine and can't handle anybody touching Nobody Steve. can handle Foxy Brown. 
So first thing Steve does, because he, he's got to find out where Foxy is, he goes to Link's, Link's place. And Link, he's fucking his woman at the time. This, Link's just useless. Always thinking about himself all the time. Oh, yeah. And they're doing a little coke while they're doing it. He pour, put a little on his dick. Got to put a little. <laughs> a little sprinkle. And Steve, the ultimate cock block, busts in. He's like, where the fuck is that bitch? Oh. He's like, I don't know, man. Did, did he, even, he didn't even know. Why would he know? Right. So he just fucking kills Link. Shoots him with a shotgun. Yeah, it didn't take any time for that to happen at all. I thought there yeah. was going to be a little bit more talk there. I well, mean, he, I love the scene because he's Steve doesn't usually get his hands dirty, and so he's yelling at Link. He's like, "Talk, or I'm going to blow your head off!" And then I believe the gun accidentally yeah. goes off in his hand because he looks surprised. <laughs> yeah, and it, it like did. gets Link in the in like the shoulder slash side or whatever, and Fargus. Uh, Link, he starts writhing around on the ground, and well, he's it was like, a, a very uncomfortable death scene. He like, runs, oh, shit. he runs to his girlfriend, like, help me! And she's just like, "You ain't got coke. I don't give a shit." <laughs> and then they do an off-screen murder of him. Like he falls on the on the side of the bed. You don't see him, and then Steve just shoots him. I'm assuming blows his head off. And then Steve goes to the goon, take care of that broad. So he's like, slashes her throat. He's like, "That's a shame. She was pretty hot." <laughs> <laughs> I do like that before he goes to do this killing, he's like, all right, I'm going to take care of this myself. This is Steve. He's like, get me my sawed-off shotgun. Right. And, yeah, he definitely did look confused when it went off. Like, yeah. he totally, totally didn't. He's all talk. On. It's all talk, for sure. And so Foxy, she only friend she's got left is the anti-slavery committee. So she goes there, and she's trying to talk. Now, I might be wrong about this. We're talking about people we thought were in other movies. Was the guy that she's talking to, was that fucking Apollo Creed's fucking uh, coach, the bald guy? Because it looked just like that guy. I don't know. But okay. Any, okay. Can't confirm or deny. Okay. Anyway, so she's trying to talk him in to just taking care. She's like, look, you're about stopping drugs. Let's." And he's like, they're like, look, we're about our neighborhood. Yeah. We don't interfere with other people's shit. Yeah, there, there's some talk in there. Like, it sounds like you want revenge. We're about justice. Right. She's like, well, you do your justice. I'll get my revenge. And then they fucking that like fucking Patton, General Patton making a speech. They're like, we're in. We are so in. And she's already got an idea. She's like, they've got a pilot who delivers their drugs. Yeah, from Mexico, right? Where, where, where's who? Where does he hang out? There's only one other bar. So, what's the bar right by the airport? Of course. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's very easy. So this is where we get the great Sid Haig finally shows up. Great role. Playing the... If it wasn't for the fact he's working for drug dealers, he would be one of the good ones in this movie. Right. But he's working for the drug dealers. So he's just just talking shit. He's like holding court. Everyone's just loving everything he's saying. He's like telling stories. There is a total of four people in the bar. (laughs) Two women. What's his name? Corey? Who? The, the guy, the pilot. Sid Haig. Sid. I don't know what his character yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know. He's I don't a think pilot. he had a name. Yeah. So it's two girls. He's pilot. not a pilot. He's a plane driver. Fucking <laughs> 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 That part killed me. So he, he is just chatting it up with these women, and they're totally in on it. Foxy shows up, goes straight to the bar, and he, he's just like... Pounds the table, hearts <laughs> jumping out of his chest. And he's like, excuse me, people. I got to see about something. And he makes beeline for that fucking bar. Makes a nice and he, he starts dropping his best lines on her. He Ooh. pulls out a Jerry McBrown. 
was that? He calls her Dusky. Yes, he calls her Dusky. He's like, you're quite the Dusky goddess. And she's like, well, thank you. I get that all the time. And, you know, he's, his lines are weak, but she's playing along because she's got to, you know, she, get right, in his yeah. plan. He, little does he know he's the fly caught in the spider's web. Oh, yeah. She, he's honeypot. He's getting honeypotted like, like mad. So he's like, baby, I'm the best airplane driver in, S- in the, <laughs> the oh, county. Almost had a Pepsi accident there. So, so she's like, well, I'd like to go up in that plane. And, and he's like, well, she's like, doggy, I can take you on in the plane. I couldn't tell if they were going to bang right there or if they're actually getting no, you, in a plane. You got to do it in the plane. You gotta, yeah. That's and she point. wouldn't have done it unless it was in the plane. Yeah. So, so they get up in the plane. Now, this is, I get confused. Because... Later on, <laughs> they're dropping off. Did they fly to Mexico and come back? Because I don't. No, they, no, they flew to Mexico. Okay, and then they're come. And then when they're coming back, they're coming back to America. Yeah, I don't know where they live, dude. <laughs> because I, I, I oh, L.A. I'm assuming it's L.A. Yeah, oh, yeah, it'd have to be. But yeah, no, they they fly. They're flying to Mexico. The plan is to fly to Mexico, do the drop. Bang, and then fly back to okay. America. So we'll say that's what they did. They picked up the drugs <laughs> in a bowling bag, a bowling ball bag, and they're driving back to meet up with Steve. Steve thinks everything. Uh, so I forget what's happening with Steve at this time. I know he goes. Doesn't uh. Well, Catherine, you know, still is just like, don't fucking leave. And he's like, I got to take care of things. You know, it's, you want money. We got to keep this business rolling, and I got to take care of it. So he's like, he's got to go out to the cabin in the middle of nowhere and you know proceed with that drug deal right so that's where he gets into place so so we're cut to we're in the sky yeah or we're actually just in a fake looking uh oh yeah plane with like some blowing some smoke with that cloud foxy's like really stringing them along like where's the autopilot these i believe it's a better <laughs> pilot driver than you put this thing on autopilot so we can climb in the back and get it on and he just cracks up like this isn't a 747 <laughs> there's no autopilot yeah, totally is- fucking like shames her on her plane knowledge but he's like, we, we we can go down, we can fuck when we land. She's like, all right, we can do that. <laughs> so Steve's down there. Was well, uh, what happened? So the layout Steve has is they go off. There's like an airstrip, hidden airstrip. Yeah. They have these cops who are in on the take, blocking the road. And so like, nobody will interfere. So Steve thinks everything's cool. He's waiting for the plane to land. Meanwhile, the anti-slavery committee shows up. They take out those fucking cops. And so they've taken over. So they got they're surrounded by the anti-slavery ring now, and plane lands. Sid Haig tells Foxy, "Baby, just put your head down. Put your head down. You know she's got this giant fucking afro wig. Yeah, now. it's like put your head down so they can't see you." I don't know how that was supposed to hide her. And was, he's like, Let, "Yeah, he's like, let me take care of this business, and well, then we'll be, we'll be back well, to fuck." He, he parked a little ways away, and the plane's elevated, so unless someone comes up to the plane, well, they're not going to see her. That's well, true. Yeah, but if you have a giant afro wig, we can kind of see. But I'll let that pass. So, so his thank plan, you. His plan <laughs> is pretty bad. It's completely dick motivated. Yes. So, so the, he makes the deal. He's like, "Here's the here's the bowling ball bag with full of uh full of uh heroin." Like, here's your money. And Foxy, she learned enough by looking at him. She's a quick study. She can't fly, but she can drive the fucking thing. So she just starts flying towards them. Well, driving, driving. towards them. This is this is well, actually he, pilot he, he driving. He said he's an air, she's the best airplane driver in this fucking movie. Yeah, because she runs over the one dude. Is it the guy who got his face slashed? I want to point out 
lot of, continuity's not a big issue with B movies. They did have continuity. This guy did have a, a bandage on his face. Yeah. So I want to point that out. It's very good. I was impressed by that. I I love this scene too because I mean we all are probably aware of the first Austin Power movies when they they're in like the steamroller or whatever, and there's the guy standing 15 feet away going no, <laughs> and he just lets his death slowly murder him. That's a thing. That's basically what that guy did. He could have turned left or right, yeah, it was but right. instead he like so struggled to we, run forward. We get the Razor Lost Ark fucking ending for that guy. Oh, and poor, you know what? That master. guy that we were talking about earlier, he looks like the guy who, who got in Razor yeah. Lost yeah. Ark too. <laughs> yeah, again, he, he was, was typecasted. <laughs> he was one of my other like. Okay, he's not the guy in Mad Max. Was he in Raiders of Lost? Nope. Okay, he's just a dude. Just from a, oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So oh. yeah, she kills the dude guy's face slashed. I think uh, Sid Haig survives, but his money gets fucking blown in the air, so yep. he's kind of screwed. Steve, being the bitch and he his is. his plane is fucked, so how's he getting home? Well, yeah. You'll have to figure that out. So Steve, like the bitch he is, hightails it out. He's like, uh, get feet, don't fail me now. <laughs> and he takes off, and he's like thinking those crooked cops are going to save him. Yep. But lo and behold, turn around. It's the anti-slavery committee dresses the cops, and they grab him. And they do... The most horrible thing you can do to a man. I mean, the past knowledge of these movies tells me that they're going to imprison him and he's going to get raped. Well, mm, no. are we talking a different kind of justice? We're yes. talking a different kind of justice. Just, and you know what? They didn't even let her have her revenge. When you think about it. I don't think she wanted to because they, they said he's ready and they had the knife and she just kind of gave the nod like, you yeah. do it. They pull out a Rambo no. knife. At first, they start pulling his pants down. So you're thinking he's going to get raped. And no, they chop his dick off. They chop it off, and they don't just chop it off. They uh, preserve it in a pickle jar. Well, you're getting ahead of yourself because we immediately cut next scene. We see a framed picture of Steve's dick on the fucking table of Catherine Wall's house, and she picks it up. She kisses it because she loves his dick. And so you know they got her where it hurts because she's all about Steve's dick. All about it. So Foxy, she shows up. She's got she's got the bag that we're supposed to have the drugs in it, but we know what's in it. And he's like, I don't trust you, you black bitch. Frisk her. So, dude, totally. He me too is fucking Fox Brown in the scene because he's he's like grabbing Fabric's crotch, dude. This had to be an uncomfortable shoot. She, I want to believe she was like, you get one shot of this. Cause. Right. And he took advantage of yeah. it. Oh, my God. We're doing one take and one take. So oh they're, they're allegedly frisking her, but they're feeling her up. And they're like, oh, she ain't got it because she's wearing super skin tight, badass leather outfit. Yeah. And they're like, hey, she's clean. Don't worry about it. Hold on. Let me go on for a second check. <laughs> and she's like, and like, well, what's in the bag? Looks like a pickle jar. <laughs> and, and they go, well, let me see it. And pull, lo and behold, there's a pickle in there. Catherine holds it up There's a gherkin in there. Close. It's Steve's dick. And oh. she loses her shit, drops it. Dick goes flying everywhere. <laughs> dick juice, dick, whatever. <laughs> they really mangled that dick up. Because yeah. it, like, yeah. exploded. Yeah. And while that's going on, Foxy, always resourceful Foxy, Pulls the gun she had hidden in her afro, whips it out, and then for some reason, Catherine, she thought she was some badass shit. She's like, I'm going to take him out with a knife. Yeah. And Foxy just does the Indiana Jones, and I think they actually stole the Indiana Jones thing from this movie, because Foxy just guns the bitch down. Well, she didn't kill her. She just shoots her, because she's like, 
I want you to live the rest of your life with a guy with no dick. Yeah. The worst punishment ever. Yep. That's a, that that was her revenge. So clearly. yeah, because she's like, "You didn't kill Steve. I love his dick." Okay. And she's like, "No, but he's gonna have. He's gonna wish he was dead. Yeah. He's gonna be dickless for the rest of his life. Death is too good for you." Which means, I mean, did they take him to the hospital? Because I would think you would bleed out if you were just right. left out in the. Yeah, there's like a, an art. There has to be an artery or something there, man. Uh, they put maybe a tourniquet they on it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe they just like ironed it shut or something. Just cauterized the fuck out of it. <laughs> they just have to have a. They heat. They heat up the Rambo knife and pressed it on the wound. I mean, you've heard of like cooking an egg on an engine. Maybe they just hump <laughs> 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 that engine. <laughs> <laughs> it's real hot. And oh. that's it, guys. That was it. It just ends with fucking Steve's got no dick. Live with it. Damn. I wonder. I wonder. Uh, the end. Man. So we never saw our good white guy again. No. Just nope. the one scene. But he was very good. This in movie isn't scene. about him. Yeah, it's right. about Foxy Brown. Yeah. So got this was on. a. I had a hell of a lot of fun time watching this movie, man. Yeah. This I is, I can't stress it enough. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Cause, I mean, obviously our core audience is Golden Globus, but give these fucking movies a shot because they are so fucking fun to watch. Yeah, serious, serious note here. I legitimately love the black exploitation genre like you guys legitimately love canon films. They're just, some of them are crazy, as we will get to later in... Uh, Exploitation <laughs> History Month, yes, uh, and just super entertaining. And other ones are like this, where they're entertaining, but also there's some quality stuff in there. There's some good acting. There's some good scenes. Mike, well written. What would you say is your favorite black exploitation movie? My favorite of all time. Yes, I'm gonna have to go with the classic. And the, I mean, this is a cliche answer. Okay, the first Dolomite. Mm, interesting. That was that was my first one. I mean, you don't. You've only seen a couple, so you would you wouldn't have a favorite yet. I uh, yeah, I, I I don't know what my favorite would be. So okay. I'm I'm just I'm mine just a newborn. The Mac. The, the Mac, Mac is really okay. good. Got, the Mac is really good. Got Richard Pryor, no cocaine on his dick in no, it. Okay. Got the great Max Julian, who I don't think ever did another movie after this. The Mac because he didn't need to. Uh huh. Had the great scene that was parodied in "I'm Gonna Get You Sucker" with the Pimp of the Year contest. Oh, it actually happened in the movie. I haven't, I haven't seen the Mac in a long time. I need to get on that. It's a good movie. <laughs> so, speaking of good movies, of good movies Griff, <laughs> if I told you our next movie was a Fred Williamson movie, you'd be pretty hyped, right? Oh, uh, I think so. What if I told you our next movie was a Jim uh, Brown movie? Would you'd be pretty excited, wouldn't you? Not as much for Fred Williamson, but I have more of a history wait, wait, with Fred. Wait, did this? Can you stop killing my intros? What if I no. told you... This sounds you, like an all-star cast, Sam. What, did I, what if I told Thank you, you we were going to do a Jim Kelly movie? Jim now, I would tell you, you're a fucking liar. There's no way a movie with all three of those people exists. He's doing this better than me. Yes, there is, Mike. Yes, I like that energy. And it's a little movie called Three the Hard Way. Get out of here! No, Mike. You get out of here. And go home and watch Three the Hard Way. So, yes, not only are we going to have Fred Williamson, we're going to have Jim Kelly. Of course, we all remember Jim Kelly, the great guy, Black Belt Jones, from the Inner of the Dragon. We remember him. Jim Brown, NFL great, second best after Barry Sanders, running back. Three the Hard Way, next week, be here. 
fucking cold as shit. So please, if you if you do anything, keep it warm this week. Yeah. You want to say bye? Keep it condiment free, sucker. There we go. Bye bye. <laughs>